This is Roger Steele, your favorite influencer, favorite influencer, and you here on Chasing Birdies. All right, y'all, we're back here for another episode of Chasing Birdies. And yes, today's, sir. Yeah, yeah, yes, sir. And today's episode is going to be a good one. But let's talk to you, my man. What's shaking, my man? Uh, not much. I'm actually in New Orleans right now for my real life gig of uh jewelry so we're down here i mean b cats are, are are making it work and um as always today's episode is brought to you by lynx brewing so go check them out at lynxbrewing.com they're chasing birdie blondales stacked to the ceilings over at lynx brewing so make sure you go pick yourself up some it was nice to see but on social media someone in michigan gear tennessee gear drinking some chasing birdie blondale I, I mean a lynx brewing crew had a whole little uh tailgate party there for the tennessee pick game and to mm-hmm. your point there, we just wrapped up the first week of the NFL season and the Burr got that W without no expense, mm-hmm. obviously, but uh, or no cost, I should say. But TJ um, Watt, like it's like we're, it's like JJ Watt all over again. Like he's sick, but he's hurt. He's a stud. He just plays great. Yeah, um, he's out for the year, bud. I tell you what, I I D looked good. That O line looked not that great. And Trubisky looked like Trubisky, so <laughs> we'll see. Here we I'm are, stoked boys. for it, though. I'm stoked for it. What about um, Najee Harris? Is he out for the year? I don't know, bud. Uh, we'll know, I guess, soon. That's the rumor that, I heard. That's, that that's damn, what I heard. Uh, now you're starting rumors, bud. Now you're starting rumors. Um, but, yeah, you know what? Getting back to the Chasing Birdies Blonde L, I recently made some smoked chickens in the Pit Boss <laughs> vertical smoker, and I stuffed those cans of Chasing Birdies Blonde L right up that chicken's ass. And smoked those bad boys for two and a half hours. How was it? Buddy, it was dynamite. I mean, it was incredible. So uh, So did you catch these chickens on your own? Like, did you go to your next door neighbor and take those chickens or what? Actually, the funny thing is I never remember seeing these types of chicken, half chickens in the grocery store. I just overlooked them for some odd reason. So I'm like, I'm going to the store. I'm going to try to find these chickens. I never see them ever, ever. There was a whole fucking crate of them. It was like I was supposed to be there that day to get these chickens. So it was a great weekend for that. And uh, But I heard a rumor, speaking of rumors, mm-hmm. that uh, you were in, in the grand state of New York with an old I, I was, old Thovar's Vinci Trocheck. Yeah, I was there uh, last Wednesday, and uh, I was fortunate enough to play a, a, a nice spot called Wingfoot, and we played mm. the West Course. Um, so we had... Myself, Vincent Trocek, and John Bourne, uh, my man over at Holderness and Bourne. And uh, we had a grand old time. And our boy Bob um, hosted us. We had a blast. And my man Ricardo, dude. Is that Probably the, caddy? the best caddy I've ever had. And you know what? When we get into the Anderson, the two-man event at Wingfoot in 2023, Ricardo is on the bag for us. So, Ricardo, shout out. We all loved you. You were hilarious. Um, made made the day so fun, dude. I'll tell you what, Wingfoot is money. I mean, the fairways are tight and mm-hmm. the greens are. I didn't realize how big the greens are at Wingfoot and how undulating they are. It was incredible because it could literally be three clubs on some of those holes. Um, yeah, but it was mm-hmm. a blast, dude. I loved it. You know, of course, I went wild in the pro shop. <sighs> I mean, yeah, this dude, last you, fucking thing I need in my life. I'm cleaning but, out the golf. The, the golf wardrobe and adding some new shit in there, but that's what you do. But the Wingfoot logo on Holderness and Bourne. Yeah, it looks pretty, pretty good. Pretty nice combo there. So, um, Well, good, bud. I'm glad you got out. Skip a couple of days of work and uh, 
you know, played Wingfoot, so I'm sure you're, you're happy about that. <laughs> I got that. a nice, I got invited to a nice little <laughs> spot here in two weeks, so we'll we'll keep people posted on that one. Yeah, the Anderson event, though, but I'd be I'd be more than happy to play with you. It'd be great for social media content. People out there, Peppy and I go on a Wingfoot playing in the Anderson. Thank we too, may even man. do a USGA four ball at some point. Who knows? But the boys, we got to get out there a little bit in some of this mm-hmm. live tournament action. And today's guest. Mr. Roger Steele, Roger underscore Steele on Instagram. My man is an influencer like no other, self-starter, mm-hmm. built his own brand, entrepreneur, golfer. You're talking Callaway, Nike, Range Talk series it. on YouTube. I mean, this guy, can he just calm down? He was at the PGA down. Championship on the range talking. I mean, my man's living the life. He's over at Jones. Uh, it was awesome watching him at the Jones boys over in Oregon where you're about to go yeah. with our, beer, our boy appearing. Um, mm-hmm. uh, he, and our he beer. He looked like he was having the time of his life there in Pronghorn. And, uh, man, to, to watch somebody like Roger Steele, uh, you know, he, he took a risk on himself, and he it's did. paying off. And it's it's awesome to watch because I'm all in on that. That content, golf is dope. That yeah, t-shirt, golf, golf yep. is dope. I mean, Hype media. Golf is dope. But golf is dope. And I'm glad to do this with you. Yeah, but I'm I'm glad too, and I'm I'm happy to roll this right into Roger Steele. And basically, before I do that, I need to make one last interjection here on this player mm-hmm. brand Biltong, um, because as I was recording this episode, as I'm listening to this episode, I cannot help but snack on this Biltong style jerky, player brand Biltong, Birdies Ten at the checkout aisle. Get yourself some. We sent you there. You won't regret it. Now, what shall we do? We should roll it on over to Roger Steele and, like he does, tee it high and let it fly right into the episode. Roll. As you all know by now, Chasing Birdies is proud to be partners with Holderness and Bourne. Check them out online at hbgolf.com. Holderness and Bourne makes fabulous pieces that help you look good on the course, even if your game is not up to par. Check out their new arrivals now for this golf season. Also, head on over to ChasingBirdies.com to get some custom Chasing Birdie gear from Holderness and Bourne. We'll continue to drop these pieces through every season. That's ChasingBirdies.com and Holderness and Bourne at HBGolf.com. All right, y'all, we're back here for another episode of Chasing Birdies. And today's guest, man, is a guy we've been chasing after, no pun intended, for months, and we finally nailed him down with his busy golf schedule, social media schedule, life, my man Roger Steele. What's shaking, my man? What's good, baby? How y'all feeling? We're good, man. We're good. We're so glad to finally, oh, like man. Ryan said, we've we're been great. chasing we're you down, man. Come on. I want y'all, everybody out there listening, I want y'all to know that they wasn't chasing me that hard. You know what I mean? They sent a few loose emails and, you know, it wasn't like they made me feel like that much of a priority. But, you know, I'm here nonetheless because I wanted to be here. But, you know, it's all good. I love it. So where are you at right now, Roger? I know you're hailing from Chicago. Are you back in Chicago right now? Yeah, back in Chicago for a few days, man. It's like uh, this whole year. uh, I've only been able to be home probably like, I mean, being realistic about – 15 to 20 percent of the time which is like insane you know i've never uh spent this much time away from home and you know i ain't no spring chicken either so it's like you know the the adjustment has been interesting trying to like keep up lifestyle wise with stuff that i used to do and whatnot but i mean it's been dope to see so many different sides of golf and uh you know, I, w- I wouldn't trade that for nothing so i do have to ask out, out, right out of the gate i mean coming from chicago there is so much good golf there 
uh, growing up, was golf always a part of your life? Yeah, yeah. My my pops, uh, he's a retired Chicago police officer, and so around the time I was born, he was realizing that golf was going to be the way to elevate his career or like his standing within the department. He said uh, his supervisors and lieutenants was letting him take days off just so they could go play once they figured out he could play. And so from there, he kind of decided that it was something that was going to be a part of my life. The hard thing about it was that, um, you know, I, I didn't have a lot of peers that played golf. You know, all my friends playing, you know, basketball, football, whatever. And it was hard for me to develop a real love for the game because I didn't feel like I identified with it. You know, my the essence of my game is like, you know, or the essence of my experience was my dad and his, you know, 40-year-old friends out there, you know, drinking, smoking, talking crazy, gambling. Uh, in retrospect, it looked dope. But like at the time as a kid, I was just, you know, I, I wasn't able to, to really fall in love with the sport like that. But my dad made sure that I was around it all the time. And plus, I'm my only child, so that was kind of his way of keeping me away from other things that they were to do in the neighborhood. You know, there's a lot of, I mean, it's just, you know, on, we on the west side of Chicago, just a lot of weird stuff you could get into, and, and it don't really take a whole lot for uh, a kid to get misdirected. You know, you make one little shaky friend, and then before you know it, you're mm -hmm. making a couple shaky decisions, and then your whole life looks different, you know. Mm -hmm. And my dad, you know, he saw that firsthand mm -hmm. uh, because of what he did for a living. And he just said that I wasn't going to, you know, end up that way. And, uh, and golf was a way that he kept tabs on me. So it was forced on me in the beginning. I'm not going to lie. Uh, you know, I, I, I wish that I could have fell in love with it sooner, but, you know, then I wouldn't be a budding influencer in my 30s. So it's all I mean, Isn't it crazy what social media has done for the game of golf alone? I mean, has been dynamite, and we'll get into that a little bit. So your dad not forces it on you, but kind of forces it on you, and, and you really didn't want anything to do with it at that time because you're a kid and you wanted to experience other things. When did you get to a point in life and you're like, all right, this game's cool, I'm cool, let's roll with it? Man, bro, it, it all happened in waves, dog. Like, uh, so I, I went to college for civil engineering, and uh, I, you know, I, I had like after high school, I got out from under my dad's thumb, and I'm like, yo, I'm not me and golf done with. Like, we broke up. You know what I mean? Like, my dad not forcing me to do this no more. Like, golf, golf, not a part of my life. I went to college and didn't even tell nobody I knew about golf. It wasn't even a part of my, you know, my my brand DNA. But then I graduate and I get my first job and then I, you know, realize very quickly that I hate corporate America like most people. And then, but they were selling us, they sent a company-wide email after I got off probation was like, man, if, uh, if anybody know how to play golf, we got uh, an outing coming up, we giving you a paid day off to go play in this outing. And at that point, I'm doing anything to get off of work, dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, I'm like, so I'm like, yeah, yeah, I, I, I play golf. They're like, they're like, Roger, you play golf? I'm like, yeah, I play golf, man, come on. Yeah, your dad was golf. right, right? <laughs> Bro, so I go, I go, I go playing and scramble. And so then, like, from high school to through college, like, I started lifting weights. I started getting in shape and stuff, you know what I mean? And, and uh, man, I, I started back hitting the golf ball, and I'm, like, smoking it. And I wasn't doing this when I was younger, you know what I mean? And I'm, like, just smoking the ball, smoking the ball. I'm like, mm -hmm. man, this is crazy. And then I take me a lesson, and then I play in this outing. And then it was just crazy to see that, like, before – you know, like that Mike Jones back then, they didn't want me. Now I'm hot, they all on me. <laughs> like I played in this one outing and, and all the execs at this firm I was at, they went from not like even making direct eye contact with me to like, Roger, come to my office, man. Come on, no, no, no. 
come on, come on. Like, man, let me, I want, I want you to come out here with me. And I'm like, bro, I just found a cheat code, dog. I'm like, oh, man, it was so dope. And so uh, from there, like, not saying that, that my, my love affair for the game was transactional, but, like, I understood the power of that game in that, in that moment. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I also liked how, you know, you started to understand that, that everything that happened in the golf swing and over the course of the golf round was cause and effect. And, mm-hmm. and you understood the parallels of that to life. And, you know, obviously me being more mature and trying to figure out my life direction and, you know what I mean? Trying to reconcile choices that I'm making. Like I started to lean into golf to just give me like peace and clarity and, and, and be more intentional about it. So it became like this, this safe space for me to just navigate life through, you know? And so it was probably when I was in my, my, my low twenties, dog, when I came back to it, it was probably like 2012 or something like that. Uh, and ever since then, I just been figuring out like, you know, it was like, it, I was on a drug, man. Like, how can I get more of this? How, how can I, you know what I mean? What, what's, what's the, piece it, is, it is a drug dude. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, it, it's and that's addicting. the thing too. Now you look uh-huh. back on it, you're like, shit, I should have listened to my dad a little bit, but it's cool. You went through it. You figured it out yourself. Now, how badass is it that you could play golf with your dad and enjoy it and, and be on a golf course somewhere? Man, I apologize to them. I feel like I'm apologizing to him every week. And if I ain't saying it out loud, I'm trying to like express my, you know, my regrets and sympathies through gestures and, and things like that, man. But he was, uh, you know, it's, it's like the older you get, the smarter your parents become, man. You know, mm-hmm. and it's, uh, it, it's, it's very true. I got to ask you a question, Roger. I, I was reading a, a, a article on the internet about you, and at some point in your life, your dad had you at a golf clinic outside Chicago, and a young man by the name of Tiger Woods was at that clinic, and you were nudged in the back to go up there and kind of swing with him a little bit. At that point in time, you had no idea who Tiger Woods was because he was 17 years old. But looking back at that moment, Nobody. Um, what, did, what did that do for you? I don't know. I think that like it gave me uh it gave me like this weird like connection to golf as I got older to know that like moments like that were in my DNA. First of all, you know, understanding that I was like six years old at the time and I got up there and striped the ball True. in front of Tiger Woods. Like when I when I owned that, like my confidence just like shot up. You know what I mean? I was just like, mm-hmm. man, like I'm I'm made for the big moments. The cameras was out there, they took the picture of it, put it in the newspaper. I'm like, okay. You know what I mean? I, so I just internalized that. It's like you know, I'm a big, I'm a big, I'm a big game player, and I've been that way since I was a kid. You know what I mean? So that's that was one of the takeaways that I took from it. Uh, but the other one was like, man, how dope is it that like our paths cross so early in life? And like, yo, in the back of my mind, I've been trying to figure out a way to just recreate that moment somehow, dog. Like that's it's been like this crazy mm-hmm. thing. Like like even even from my my partnerships and things like that. Like you know, I was like, okay. Um, you know, how can I get closer to the to the Genesis, you know, because that's Tiger's tournament. Then I was like, okay, how I get closer to Nike? Because that's, you know, he signed there. Then I got signed to the same agency as Tiger. Like, okay. And then, bro, it's like these, it's like these little things mm-hmm. that's happening. And I'm like, oh, man. And it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. We're going to come together and I'm going to make that's Tiger put on that same outfit he put on. I'm going to put on the same outfit I put on and we're going to recreate that shot, baby. That's <laughs> that what that's like. Bro, oh, I if, I, if I if I get that, I might delete my Instagram. You probably would have to. <laughs> no, when you I mean, just, bud, that's hilarious. <laughs> no, so you, I mean, here's the deal, though, Roger. You're you're an entrepreneur, man, and I give you mad props for that. Um, so, kind of COVID hits, and you move out to LA, 
you already have this golf background, but you don't really have the technical savviness of marrying the two together. But then what happens? It kind of goes from you playing golf, loving golf, to thinking there's another avenue for me out there in this world. And it, it was kind of, it was a lot of swinging and missing, bro. Like, uh, I, like mm-hmm. I said, I was a civil engineer for the first five years of my, you know, professional life post-college. And, uh, and I didn't like it at all. So I quit and I just wanted to do something in golf, man. And uh, I didn't know what it was. I wanted to start some businesses. Obviously, through playing golf, I was spending a lot of time around entrepreneurs. And, and, and I loved the, the lanes that they had carved for themselves. And I was just trying to find my entrepreneurial lane that would free me up to experience golf at the level that I seen it, you know. But it, it was hard, man. I tried to start a couple brands early. Those didn't work. Um, I tried to, you know, like, like I was pitching concepts and ideas, but what I did find is that like, I'm a pretty decent storyteller. Right. So like when I was get a pitch meeting with somebody that, you know, they work, you know, in private equity or something. And I'll be like, yo, I got this idea. Like, I want you to hear it and maybe help me with it. I would go and pitch this idea to them. They would hate the idea, like completely hate the idea, but they were like, man, the way that you presented this, who put this deck together or who put this explainer video together for you or who put this together? And I was like, man, I did all of that. They were like, well, I'm not going to invest in your idea because that's stupid and I don't believe that you can do what you say you're going to do, but I will bring you on to do some creative work for the firm. And I was like, man, focus on why I'm here. Like, don't try to pick, like invest in my idea. You know what I mean? I felt like uh, Mm -hmm. Step Brothers, you going to invest or not? You know what I mean? But, uh, right. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, but, but, but that turned into, you know, that turned into some opportunities to consult creatively and, and kind of on the, on the back end, I just found a way to navigate golf through storytelling and content creation, but I was doing it for other people though. You know, it wasn't, mm-hmm. it wasn't about me. It was other brands and athletes and, you know, other companies that I was, you know, kind of helping them carry the creative lift. But that became a way that I could stay around golf and use golf to to build a little bit of revenue for myself, you know? It's absolutely insane. I mean, you talk about chasing birdies. That's as chasing birdies as, as it gets. Um, so you, you look like a guy that does not take a no, which I love, because there's always a yes, right? Where there's a no, there's a yes, eventually. So when did it become social media you know social media over COVID became huge because that's all people were doing they're on their phones scrolling 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 when did you think all right i'm gonna take this and put it into the social media game or did it just kind of happen man bro and it's like when COVID happened so like right before COVID, that's when i was in la actually and i had built up a decent little book of business you know what i mean and i had like you know five or six clients that was paying me a decent amount to like keep my head above water and i, I felt like my career was trending in a certain direction and then COVID hit and then I got fired from every, like I got let go like instantly. Like the phone calls came in one after the other. It was like the same, hearing the same, it was deja vu almost mm-hmm. the way that they was calling it and the way that they were saying that they we couldn't work together. Um, and so then I sat around bro, like from the beginning of COVID until, you know, like October, you know, COVID kicked off in like March or so. So I go from like March to October with nothing to do dog. Like, nothing mm. you know what i mean and i'm like yo you watching the bank account go down you like it's it's, it's crazy and uh i was feeling like uh you know like all these people that i was working with like we had personal relationships too you know what i mean and i felt some type of way that like man you know i was really trying to present myself in a certain way so that i could receive these benefits of the game and some of those ways weren't the most authentic like i wasn't speaking 
truthfully about things because I didn't want to ruffle feathers because I wanted to maintain a business relationship. You know what I mean? And uh, and so like I, I just mm-hmm. like I kind of entered this like jaded, unapologetic space with the game, bro, where it was like you could be whoever you think you need to be. But at the end of the day, you could still lose everything because those people don't owe you anything. And, right. and I had to sit down with myself and be like, yo, who are you and who do you want to exist as? You know, and so then, you know, after sitting around for six months with no money to think about this, I was just like, you know what, I'm going to just I'm going to just say what I want to say on social media and I'm going to say it how I want to say it. And because I know I love the game, because I know I'm good at the game, uh, because I know I respect the game. If people can't accept me for who I am, then, you know, maybe we don't need to be friends no more. You know, Mm -hmm. and I'm thinking like going authentically off into the social media space on the golf world, you know, all the stigmas you heard, like, oh, you can't do that in golf. Like, oh, no, you can't talk. This is a gentleman's game. You can't say that. I was fully expecting to lose friends over that or lose invites and access and things like that. I I really thought that I was like, you know, walking a plank when I decided that I was going to just articulate myself on social media. And, uh, and you know, I, I, I made a couple videos and I was very unapologetic with my ideas and how I was framing them. And to my surprise, it was like, I felt like I, again, had found another cheat code. It's like, man, you mean I could not think and talk and people like this shit? I was like, what? <laughs> like, I feel like you're getting punked or something, dog. Right. Like, you know what I mean? But it, it, it was it was crazy, though, bro. So that, you know, it was really COVID. Like, even though it hurt in the beginning to go through the losses and feel like, you know, man, I'm back at ground zero with everything. Um the way that I emerged out of that, bro, was like, it's, 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 un, it's unfathomable as I reflect back on it, like where my headspace was before that and where, I'm at, where I am now. So, Roger, whenever, um, you know, with the, the, the sponsorships that you have right now, Nike, Genesis, how did that all come to, to life? Well, Genesis is not my sponsor, but you know, we we work. We we need a car. You you manifesting it. You know what I mean? Like I need okay. Well, I'm, I'm I, gonna I make it some, happen. I had some dope. I had some dope car partnerships, though. You know, but uh, but uh, but yeah, I think that you know, it, it's it's something to be said about how relationships take a long time to build, man. Relationships and rapport, and a lot of people that reached out for me on these partnerships are people that I had known prior, like the Nike thing, like. I had been, you know, slowly cultivating a relationship with somebody internal on their team that I was fortunate to meet for like years. You know what I mean? And it was just, it, it just didn't make sense until it made sense. You know, uh, you know, Callaway, like, you know, I had been playing Callaway clubs. You know, those are some of the first woods that my dad put in my hands. And, you know, even before I was, uh, I did a long drive back in 2015 or something. And I had, I had just been trying and trying to get Callaway. Uh, yeah, I, I, I had just been, you know, I've been working it to engage with Callaway for years and years and years. Right. And it had just finally, you know, clicked and made sense when it made sense. So a lot of that stuff, like, you know, people will say that, you know, like uh, it, it took them however long to become an overnight success. Mm-hmm. But I really think that, you know, I tried to lay the foundation for all of that stuff by, you know, building relationships with people and, and having those be authentic and then seeing those translate and materialize into into things that were lucrative for me, you know, even though it wasn't that way on the front end. But I also think that the, the thing that I had on my side was just that, you know, I don't know, I thought it was a, a lot of things that I brought into golf that I wasn't seeing anywhere else, you know. Right. I thought that, like, the outspokenness, 
I thought that like my affinity for the sport, I thought that the 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 way that like my capabilities in the sport, I thought that my background, like just being from Chicago and like having those types of life experiences from a personal and family side, it was, I, I thought it was just a lot of stuff rolled into one. And even though I don't think that all of my sponsors feel secure investing mm-hmm. in me because I, I seem like a wild card, uh, I think that they was at least willing to roll the dice on it, man. And uh, and so ever since then, I've just been trying to make good. You it's know, been a good um, role, though, bud. I mean, yeah. you, you've got a ton of followers now on Instagram, which is awesome to see. And uh, like you said, your sponsorships are they're good. You got Nike, you got Callaway, you've got various yeah. other ones. Now, does Nike come to you and say, hey, we, we want to do this spot with you or are they just kind of like, Hey, just, just push us on social media. We're good. We'll be a partnership that way. Yeah. I think that, you know, <clears throat> the, the thing I got to realize is that a lot of this stuff is still new, you know, um, and they have their, their goals, uh, you know, Nike in particular, they, you know, they have like very high overarching goals that they're forming, they're forming very big strategies to achieve. And so I'm looking at, like, I went to the world headquarters and they laid out, like, what 2023 and beyond is going to look like. And I'm like, wow, like, that's what y'all <laughs> doing. Like, this crazy, you know. And, uh, and and I'm trying to figure out how I could just play my part within that. And that's, like, my approach to partnerships, period, is, like, these are businesses that have business goals. I mm-hmm. consider myself an entrepreneur. And I, you know, as to make good on my partnership, I want to elevate their goals you know what i mean mm-hmm. and, and figure out where the authentic synergies are between myself and, and the things that i care about the things that the people that follow me care about and, and and what they're offering you know and so like that's how i say no to a lot of stuff as well is like if i if i don't feel that there's a way that i can speak authentically on behalf of your brand mm-hmm. and if i don't like the things that you're doing then we, we probably can't work together because right. I, I just hate i hate the fake stuff but I think that it's a it's a very collaborative uh, process with all of my partnerships, which is dope. If I wake up with a crazy idea, I got people I could just call and be like, "Yo, all right, tell Let's me if it's stupid. There's an alien, a chipmunk, and, and, and seventeen <laughs> bananas. Like, what well, can we do this? Yeah. You know what I mean? I could I could just say the wildest <laughs> stuff, and they'd be like, "Roger, go back to sleep." You know what I mean? Go, go back, <laughs> go back to sleep, bud. But but uh. But yeah, it's it's a very collaborative relationship that we got, and and, and that's that's kind of been working good in the short term. I I do have to ask you because I'm a fan of Jones, who you've mm-hmm. become recently a partner with. Uh, how how did that all come to fruition? Because Jones is a company that not a lot of people know about, but if you know about it, you're all in on it. Yeah. But it's like, uh, like I, I just always thought the 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 elegance and simplicity and, and like that, like they brand is so confident, bro, without like being overstated. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I I look for those little things like, like the subtle quality things. You know what I mean? And so I, I got a I talked to them on social. They had sent me a bag. I started looking them up. I started chatting with them, you know what I mean? And this is all just organic conversation, man. And they was like, man, Rod, you know, you, you seem cool. The 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 CEO, Matt, he's like, man, we'll fly you out. Like, just come hang out and see if you get along with us. And I was like, yeah, let's, you know, that, that sounds good. Like, I, you know, I, I would love that. And uh, I go up there, bro, and, like, they whole culture at, the, at, at Jones is so dope, man. Every one of them is players, like player players, you know what I mean? They all got some crazy oh, – yeah. Like, oh, I won the, the mid-am. I, I won the U.S. junior round. Da, 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 da. 
I want <laughs> Junior Galaxy. Of the, I'm like, bro, what? You know, they all got these crazy <laughs> playing resumes, and, uh, and but they was all super dope people. You know what I mean? And so we we got there, we kicking it, and I'm like, man, you know, I I feel like I I might sometimes I'll be feeling like I'm a little too loud for the Jones brand, you know, just because I I do things my way. But the fact that they were like so open to saying like, Raj, man, we love what you're doing for the game. We love who you are as a person. Let's figure out a way to like have our brands intersect. Uh, like relationships like that, like I'm gonna I'm be a lifer with them. Like even if there's not a contractual situation in place, I, like I just love they This brand. is a good product. It's a, and it's a good company, bro. Like it's a good right. company start to finish. The, the way that they handle everything is, is top tier, man. So you're you're headed out to Pronghorn then for their golf tournament. Mm-hmm. About to go scuff the boys up real quick, you know. I tell you what, Rog. Don't nobody place, be thinking I could play, man. Oh, you could play. I see you out there at these pro ams. Nah, but people people be sleep on me, man. They be sleeping on me. Well, let me ask you a question because you look at your Instagram; it's so energetic. What what's the deal with Steph Curry, man? It looks like you boys are boys, and I think he's an awesome human being. Um, how'd that golf thing, was that was that because of range talk with Callaway, or how did that whole thing happen? Yeah, Steph, uh, you know, Steph is signed to Callaway as well. And, uh, you know, and it's like, Steph is, Steph got the unusual ability to make you feel, and I, I assume that this is why he's such a great teammate and, like, a great leader, but the the way he make you feel connected after only spending a short amount of time with you, like we had talked a couple times, like uh, uh, on a Facetime before that, and like social media before that. But then when you link up in person, you like, yo, this Steph Curry, you know what I mean? <laughs> and like, you know, you you don't expect to have that rapport uh, with somebody. Like, bro, I, I'm I ain't no I I fanned out when I saw Steph, dog. He oh. he came on site for this Callaway shoot. I was drinking my coffee and saw him, bro, spilt the whole cup on my <laughs> my my white shirt. I was like, oh my god, like, bro. <laughs> Felt like it felt like a little, little little high school girl, man. You know what I mean? Just got nervous. Like, man, I didn't even know black people could blush like that, you know. Uh, but uh, but man, you know, I, but but to see him and and to have him make me feel that he respected the things that I was doing in the game, and to have those types of insightful conversations with him, you know, to bond over the the game like that with him. Uh, it, it it was like one of my top life experiences, dog. Like somebody that I idolized. Like, bro, I bought your, jer- I have your jersey, dog. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I literally mm-hmm. wear your jersey, and to have this man show me respect, or like, you know, say, man, I like what you did with this, or I was keeping up with that, or like, you know what I mean? Then to get on the text with him, like, oh man, right. like, oh, it's man. a game changer now. Come on, man. Again, another life experience where my confidence just shot way up, dog. Right. You know yeah. what I mean, I'm internalizing this. And I'm like, okay, like I'm low key, you know, I'm that dude a little bit, you know what I mean? Not a lot, but like a little no. bit, put a little respect on my name, you know? Yeah, and, and you're a little excited, right? Because you do. I mean, you look up to these people. It doesn't yeah. matter how old you are, you still look up to people. Right. Uh, and Steph's one of the best, man. I mean, he is. And that's, and that's one of the, that's that's like the, the, the value proposition for the game, though, right? Like, if I, I don't care how good, I played basketball all my life. I don't care how good I got at basketball. For me to meet Steph Curry at this stage in my life, like zero chance through the game of basketball. There's very few things in this world that I could have done to get that time with, you know, the one of the most prolific, you know, basketball players in, in history. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like 
there's yeah. nothing, no other thing that I think I could have done to get in his space like that. But golf mm -hmm. gave me that avenue. Like what else besides golf could create that lane for people? You know what I mean? That is the whole premise of our podcast. We're talking to athletes. We're talking to people like you, entrepreneurs, country singers. We're not in that space, but we all are addicted to golf and we're chasing birdies in life and on the course. And that's, you just nailed it. That's what we're trying to do here mm -hmm. with this podcast. Um, so we have a good buddy who was on a podcast before, Colt Nost. He's over at CBS Sports. And uh, I saw you doing some Colt. CBS talking now, man. Yeah, Colt, he's hilarious. Yeah, that's my boy, man. I love Colt, dog. <laughs> hey, Colt ain't going to tell you this, but I scuffed him up. and I, we, we played a little part three, and I scuffed him up. It was just one hole. He'll but, never uh, tell you that. He'll it, never it, say it, that. It, it, it was one hole, but I got him, though. Like, uh, you know, right. next time yeah. you talk to him, please remind him because I think oh. he might have forgot. I'll send him yeah. a text here shortly. <laughs> <laughs> He's the best, though. I mean, so, again, now now – your social media presence has brought you to now you're on the range of majors. Like what, as a kid, you know, what are you telling little Roger? Dude, you're, you're gonna be living your life, your best life when you're 34, 35 years old. And you're gonna be on the range of a major at the PGA championship interviewing guys and hanging out, rubbing elbows, hitting balls. What was that experience like? Cause again, another experience. Bro, it's like, it, it was so far out of my realm of reality, dog, that like even when they asked me to do it, I'm like, what? You know what I mean? Even when I, you know, was was I was booking my travel to go out there, I'm still just like, what? You know, like the whole time, even to when I get on the range and they putting the mic and the, the headset on me, I'm like, what? Like, bro, I, I could not believe none of that was happening all the way up until, you know, they told me that we was live and the dude pointed at me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's just I don't I don't even know I don't even know how to like bro I the the life that I feel that I'm living is so rare that I don't even know I don't even want to go back and do it again because I don't think I could recreate this. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right. Like I think that not knowing what I didn't know was good, and 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 going through the struggles and things that I went through was good because all of them things came together to give me this very rare moment in time. And I don't want to mess it up. I wouldn't even talk to little Roger if I could go back in time. I'd be like, "You good, dog? Just you're fine. Hey, just figure it out. <laughs> hey, just keep your head down, and uh, maybe break up with that girl in L.A. a little quicker. You know what I mean? No. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. nah, uh, but yo, so so, but the crazy thing though, bro, we uh, we doing a CBS thing, and I could talk to a brick wall, bro. Like I, yeah. you know, I, I can, I, I can, it. I can talk. I'm never short for words. They they put their headset on me and they put that big ass camera in my face and they was having this like we was doing this rehearsal thing and for the first time in my life I could not talk. Like they was asking me questions. Bro, bro, they were asking me questions. They were like, Roger, Roger, can you can you give us your the lead in Roger? I was like, I, uh, I, uh, I, bro, I like I could not form words. And, you know, uh, I don't know if y'all know Halle Ledbetter. She was standing right next yeah. to me. I looked over at her. She was looking at me like, oh, my God. <laughs> He's not about <laughs> to do this right now. But, you know, she, 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 she helped calm me down. But, but man, it was like that was, that was a very real moment for me because it's like, bro, if I mess this up, like everybody kind of hey, – Bro, you know what I'm saying? Yep. If, I, if I jag right now, it's 
everybody that was wondering what my capabilities were, they gonna like they gonna know that it stopped right here. Like, oh yeah, he a social media dude, but he can't he can't really do nothing else more hey, than that. Like, but he, big city bright lights, baby, right? And I, I mean, went back to the moment when I was six years old. Right. Tiger Woods was there, and I stepped up when the camera came on, and I hit that little hundred yard drive or however far it went. I was made for that dog, and I stepped up and uh, and I had a I had a great time with, with with everybody on the CBS team, man. And uh, and we've been talking about you know they got a, a very, they got a very expanded schedule for 2023, and so I think we're gonna be able to do some cool stuff. So, That's what I'm hoping for you. we are talking about the PGA Tour here a little bit. We we have to ask you a little bit about this because it is a hot topic, and you're involved in the golf world. Live golf. What's mm. your thoughts? What's your take? Um, right, wrong, and different. Everybody has an opinion. Yeah. Uh, like I be trying to not have opinions when like everybody that's dealing with it is like way richer than I am. Like sometimes I be feeling like I ain't paid enough to be having opinions on certain stuff, you know, but <laughs> for the sake of this conversation, I'll, I'll go ahead and, and try to expand a bit. But, uh, you know, like at the end of the day, I'm an entrepreneur. Y'all are entrepreneurial, obviously, as we're on this, this podcast together, like everybody need competition, bro. And, and, and there's, I've, I, you know, we live in a, a free market economy and like, you know, I, I've never saw competition as a bad thing, you know, like, and, and we're all competing. There's beauty in competition. So somebody standing something up to rival, you know, the, the monopoly that the PJ tour has on professional golf. Like, I'm not mad at that. You know what I mean? Uh, but I just think that you can't disrespect the legacy that the PGA tour has created Right. And, and like, bro, that's your whole understanding of golf. That's your mm -hmm. whole framework of how that's you why you're doing it. Golf. That's a that's the reason we doing it, baby. And it's like, you know, you can't just you can't just leave your your high school sweetheart uh, like high and dry like she ain't mean nothing to you, man. Y'all married to have kids, and then you got this little, you know, Dominican Miami chick coming up, you know, Thank with you a God. BBL, and now she done, you got your heart rate up. Now you trying to run away from home. It's like I understand you might leave, bro. But don't act like your wife wasn't holding you down you know, right. the whole time. And that's that's the way I felt. It's like, you know, whether players wanted to leave and go their own way, uh, cool. that's fine. But And that whether they wanted to stay and, and, and make the best of the situation that they had, you know, always dreamed of and, and worked so hard for it, that's fine too. I'm like trying to be on the side of non-judgment. But right. fundamentally, there's nothing wrong with competition. And, and I think that the PGA Tour has the ability – like to to you know be as impactful as they want to in the sport still, and I also think that there like there might be room in the golf space for a little to, you know, like provide alternative. Be a part things. of it. Yeah, like it's so it's just the 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 landscape is shaking up, dog, and um, I I just don't think that it's a bad thing. I think that right now it's weird because it's fragmented, right? Like I be going to these pro ams like at the BMW. Like I wanted to see Brooks, you know what I mean? Like I wanted to see, you know, some of my some of my other guys out there like Bryson, they all bring like a different energy to the field. And it, it sucked not being able to have access to all of the stars at one place no more. That's what hurt me as a golf fan. You know what I mean? But you know, they gotta go through what they gotta go through. Y'all read uh y'all read Jay Monahan thing that he released mm -hmm. yesterday? Yeah. And it's like, you know, and now the PGA Tour, they pivoting, it's, you know? It's, pivoting. And exactly. You look, Tiger and Rory, a business oh, just got formed like that. That's like, going to be badass. That's the thing. You're messing with, you're messing Legacies. with two big dogs there. Tiger yeah. is, whatever Tiger does is going to work. 
Yeah. If he and him not going to live proved like, all right, the gloves are off now. Now yeah. you just wait. Give us a few days. We'll get something together for you. Bro, and bro. here they are. I, I, you were the impact the tiger, bro. Like remember that that player impact uh, money that they came out with. Mm-hmm. I feel like all Tiger had to do was to win that money was post a swing video, yeah. <laughs> and it went and, and it went like social media went crazy, bro. It's like man, t- the, the control Tiger got over the game is uh, you know it's deserved, but it's just I don't think we understand how unprecedented it actually is. Yeah, but but him uh, him deciding to stay home and 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 represent where his legacy came from it said a lot, and so I think that. As a as a golf fan, like I, you know, as a as a true golf fan, the PGA Tour is where my heart is, dog. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I can't knock that. Uh, and I ain't got no live offers or nothing like that either. So I ain't, I ain't really, I ain't, you know, I ain't in no race. <laughs> I, uh, so I, I do have to ask you about another guy in your backyard there, Chicago. You know, he's now getting into the golf the golf world with his shoes. But Michael Jordan, mm. I mean this this guy. I was never a basketball fan, but I loved Michael Jordan growing up, man. I had the Chicago Bull cut-off shooting shirt and all the shit. And uh, what he's doing for the game of golf, again, here we are, the, the, the low ones. Everybody's hunting these down, the 12s. It's making golf cool. Like I see your T-shirt. Golf is dope. Yeah. Your style is good. You're making it fun. You're being mm-hmm. you. And so I- tell us a little bit about like the styling of, of – of, uh, Golf Bro, nowadays, but but I I think that like you know the opportunity is that you know golf for a long time was kept as this exclusive undertaking for these very select privileged individuals and like what I've discovered is that golf is a bridge between every pathway in life. You know what I'm talking about? Like yep. I, through through the game of golf, I I if I scroll through my phone book, I'll find lawyers, doctors, uh, you know, like business owners for you know fortune 200 300 400 500 companies whatever the case i'll find athletes basketball football hockey baseball i'll find you know i'll find like ex-cons i'll find you know teachers i'll find whatever the case all of that stuff i can find direct connections to through the game of golf and it's like what better bridge i could put all these people in the same room not tell them who they were or what they meant to the world put them on a golf course and they could all bond and vibe out and there's no other place that they could do that. So I say all that to say that golf is for everybody and everyone should have a voice in the game of golf. Yo, your lifestyle outside of the game shouldn't have to be washed away just because you want to come play this game. And I think that the fashion that we see and push into the sport is indicative of that. People want to mm-hmm. be who they are in the world and then come into this game and not have to pivot too much. Yep. And that's not an unreasonable ask. You know what I mean? And, I think that the way that the way that Jordan transcended sport uh, and his love for the game personally is a testament to that. You know what I mean? Like it, it, he the what he what he doing on the shoe side is the embodiment of that. He like yo, I'm taking a basketball shoe and I'm I'm just reimagining that for golf. It don't have to be some crazy departure from what yeah. already worked for this sport. I could literally bring that into the space and I could let these Jordan retros be authentic to the golf space. And I think that that messaging is just so on point, man. So like, Mm -hmm. you know, obviously it was a big deal when I got to sign with Nike and I was able to be a part of that. Uh, But it's, it's like, that's the message dog. Like whoever you are outside in the world, you could be that in the game of golf. You're so true. I mean, it's so true. It's so cool. It's a melting pot. And that's why I like 
the game of golf nowadays is so fun, man. You got the hoodie oh. with the joggers on, the Jordan golf shoes. I mean, a good friend oh, yeah. of the show, Rocco Mediate, the guy's 57, 58 years old. He's wearing Lululemon joggers, Lululemon shirt untucked, and Jordans, and he's yeah. on the tour. Yeah. And he, mm-hmm. that's what he said. He said, you don't like it? I don't care. This yeah. is me. Yeah, man. It's like I, I should be able to walk off the golf course and go do normal shit and not even have to – you know what I mean? Like I shouldn't have to pivot at all, or I should be able to walk off from doing normal shit and come to the golf course and not have to pivot at all. Like I shouldn't feel uncomfortable, exactly, you know? right? Uh, or looked at uh, differently. Just coming from life to golf and golf to life, you know? Yeah. Yep. Hundred yep. percent. And and I think that's what's happening right now. There's a movement in that. I mean, look at Malbin, look at Linksoul, look at you know all these clothing brands. Jordan, just what we talked about. I mean, golf is fun. Golf is dope, as you say. And yeah, that's the truth. Yeah, shout out my trap golf family, man. Yeah, we're here with Roger Steele here. Follow him on Instagram, Roger underscore Steele, S-T-E-E-L-E. Um, the guy has energy like no other. I could feel it through the computer even with my shitty internet connection right now. But um, what is the what is the golf? <laughs> I mean, but what, what what is the golf is dope movement? What is that all about? Man, we got a, you know, I I work with this brand, Trap Golf, like I'm one of the the part owners of it, man. And, uh, you know, we we just trying to create a a better bridge between golf culture and street culture. And for people that's coming into the game uh, that that need a brand that represent, you know, things that feel comfortable to them in the streetwear side or from people that's been in the game that have never been able to articulate a certain side of, of themselves. You know, if you love, you know, hip hop culture and, and all of that stuff, man, we, we just wanted to create a, a brand that had a voice for them. It was that simple. You know what I mean? Uh, so we just giving alternative means of expression in the game and, and letting people show their truer colors, you know, because I don't think mm-hmm. that every brand check every box for every person. And uh, and, and I think that it's a lot of room for, for newer niche brands that got you know, more specific audiences to come up and, and give those people a voice, man. And I hope that every voice uh, that, that that there is in a game find brands to represent them, you know? Mm. Like they should either be created or they yep. should be, you know, brands should be pivoting to represent different people. And, and, and But I do 100% believe that every brand, every walk of life deserves to be represented in the game of golf. And so that's that's what we're doing on the trap golf side. That's we got our golf is dope stuff, you know what I mean, and, and everything we doing. We gotta get, we gotta that. go on the website, bash and buy us each a little hat. All right, yeah, yeah man, well, come on, baby, show some love. Show some I love. am I love, it. Some I love it. And we, uh, we gotta get you up to our neck of the woods, maybe in twenty twenty three, Roger. We got great golf here. We do a phenomenal event with a five star resort here in PA called Nemecolon. Um, we just had a big writers retreat there with some big country artists, and we're planning to do it again in twenty twenty three. So. Uh, we'd love to have you up. Taylor Cusack. You gotta uh, roll up, man. We'll take care of everything to get you here. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a good time, man. So be on the lookout for that. Yeah, we'll do, baby. I'm checking my emails more regularly now, baby. So I'm gonna catch as soon as it come in, I'm gonna catch it. Yeah, I'm gonna be don't don't you worry, you're gonna hear from us again. I promise you that. But we're gonna uh we're gonna transition this over to our last segment of the show, Roger. It's called the tap-in segment presented by Bettinardi Golf, and, and Jonathan's going to ask you four questions that demand your quick-witted response. Mm. All right, buddy. I ain't got a lot of that, but let's try it. Lowest round and where? Uh, 63 at a course called Jackson Park. 
out here in Chicago. Good Lord, man. But nah, it's like, bro, the course is like 5,600 yards. Don't but matter. You got to get though. in the hole. You got Damn. I was chasing them birdies and I was catching them. I was catching them boys. That That's day. right. Yeah, I was catching them. That's right. <laughs> this is going to be a loaded question based off of uh, how well we've gotten to know you. So most memorable golf experience to date? Uh, man, taking my dad to, to Pebble Beach a couple year or a year or two ago, man, like he always told me that he wanted to go, but he said he would never, ever pay that much to play no golf. And I just went ahead and, and, and found a way for us to get out there. You know, I'm like, Dad, you're so cheap. You cheated yourself from this, but don't worry. I got you. I got you. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that, awesome. that was probably one of the, the – watching watching a 70-year-old dude turn into a 10-year-old kid is like crazy, bro. You it's, know, so that, that was – It is. All right, favorite hobby outside of golf? Uh, basketball. Even though my knees don't work no more – uh like if somebody is dribbling a basketball within 100 feet of me like i will go and and, and put my life on the line to, you know what i mean to show yeah. that i still got it a little bit <laughs> so that's that's like my that's like my my vice man like hearing a basketball bounce <laughs> like, there you go <laughs> oh, hey uh, yeah, all right man. last one what are you chasing uh man just impact bro like you know mm-hmm. my my richest moments is uh is meeting kids and seeing them, you know, the day that I meet them, understanding what their perceptions and orientations are around the game of golf. And then either after the event or sometimes it's weeks or months later, had that kid come back to me and like, man, that moment meant something to me. Like, I'm not going to stop mm-hmm. playing golf. Really? Um, and it's like the ability to develop affinity for this game. It's not just for the game of golf. It's because I'm understanding the, the reverberations that's that, that that's going to have in their life. So like mm-hmm. I'm by by getting the kid really you know like addicted to golf or having them develop a love for golf, I know that I'm positively impacting their life. You know, because I I firmly believe that any life plus golf is a better life. You know, um, and and that's that's what I feel. You know, based on my life experience, that's one of the greatest things that I could hope to to do with my time and and my energy right now. So that's I love that's it. what I'm chasing, dog. That's awesome, Let's man. Go. I still have. I love to hear that. Some money though, too. Almost about money, you know. But I mean, that's cool. (laughs) You know what I mean? We gotta Uh, do some some more things together, my man. I mean, (laughs) you know, we gotta come up with something creative to do. Again, we'd love to have you at Nemecolon. Even not even for for the concert. If you'd like to come up uh, and play a little golf and and take some money off the boys, we're all for it. Um, and, And we can't thank you enough for for coming on chasing birdies. Love your story. Love that you're chasing it it and keep chasing my man. I appreciate y'all, man. Appreciate you. Well, I mean, Roger Steele is a man of the people and, um, he's got swag, man. Dude, swag, so much swag. And I love it. I mean, how about the, how about the Tiger Woods thing when he was a little kid? Huh? I know. Tiger brought him up on a range. Lights, camera, action. Flushes it. And playing golf with Steph Curry, and then he's like, when he hit me with that text, though, that's when it sunk in or whatever he said. I'm like, mm-hmm. damn. People still get impressed with other people. It's okay, man. I mean, Dude, it's, I, like, it's like you to me, man. I, I'm impressed yeah. by you every fucking day every of the week. Day. I mean, but, it's unbelievable. But no, I think Roger, we can get him uh, tapped in, maybe perhaps take him up to Nemecon. What do you know about Nemecon? Oh, man. How much fun would he have there? So... Make sure you go over to nemecolon.com, check it out. Um, they always got stuff brewing up there. And, and with the October right around the corner, 
it is the best time to be at Nemecolon. The, the leaves are changing. Roger would love it in October. I mean, mm. he'd be hitting bombs into into the leaves. Um, so go over to Nemecolon.com, check it out, book your stay, tell them the boys sent you. And, um, man. You know, it's funny. That episode with Roger Steele was probably the second most time in my life where I've been nervous. And I was only nervous simply because my Wi-Fi kept cutting out during the damn interview. People, you don't know that shit because it's all like seamless to you. But behind the scenes, this was a- Pay your internet bill. Or buy a better router. It was was terrible. It kept clicking. Then next thing you know, I'm looking at the screen and there's Roger and Pep talking about where the hell's Bash? Drinking some water. His internet's gone and I'm going, hey boys, can you see me? Can you hear me? And there's no reply. <laughs> but you know, we worked it off, made it all right, just so y'all can listen to that episode. So give Roger Steele on Instagram, Roger underscore Steele, as I said. Um, great guy, a great golf ambassador, what we need in today's golf world. Yeah, he's making I mean, it fun. Perfect. That's the important. He is uh-huh. exactly what golf needs. Uh-huh. He makes it fun for everyone. Um, you know, he speaks his mind and and he's enjoying it, dude. Yep. Like, you want to wear a hoodie and whatever yeah. you want to play this play golf, golf course as many times as you want as a guest you should be able to I mean it's just, yeah. it's just common sense but so I think it's funny that today kicks off the 2023 PGA Tour season with oh, the Florida Net Championship I, I, I gotta be honest with you guys right now I know Max Home might have won it uh, last year but it's a tournament that I'm not too familiar with where where did I play it well Aaron Badley just qualified Monday qualified but I mean that's a name you have not heard of how about yeah. that? He made a bomb on 18 to get in the event. Got long hair. Uh, don't care. But um, go easy. So PGA Tour event, Napa. Drink some red wine. Get to the first tee, boys. Play yourself some. Play your ball this week. And and also just a quick interjection. Again, I saw some senior from Arizona State potentially left college golf live. to go play live. He's living it up. Mm-hmm. Hey man. Can't hate on that. We're not going to do that anymore right now with you, bud. Um, But no, thank you guys so much for tuning in. My man, you got anything else you want to say? No, go over to chasingbirdies.com. Check us out. Um, You know, we got new hats up. I mean, I think we're done with the hats for the year ordering, but um, we got some new ones that are going to be getting uploaded and on the site Holderness and Born. you buy something uh, of Holderness and Born, you send us a little note on Instagram and we will include a Winston Collection head cover with your order so wow. um, $75 value very Sounds nice of you bad. Ryan um, so chasingbirdie.com and then chasing underscore birdies on Instagram make sure you like us tell your friends tell your family uh, we greatly appreciate you following along on this funny journey funny yeah great word there so funny hey guys thanks for tuning in here on chase and birdies and thank you to evo and his team at simpler media for putting this thing together and rachel london jacqueline DiPaterio for all your social media help you girls rock and we can't wait to bring you some more episodes here and stay tuned for the next drop in two weeks and uh keep chasing